That is right, ladies and germs. It is another episode of the Sharpening the Squares podcast. I am your host, Baru, and this is our inaugural episode of our Guessing the Lines show, where before we get a chance to look at this week's lines, Mugu and I will go through the top 25 matchups and see what would we do to put the lines at if we were a bookmaker, or what do we think the bookmakers are going to line these games at. We'll see how it goes. It may be a cluster. It may help us be better cappers, or it may backfire completely. Magoo, are you on the online with me? Did you did you say this is our inaugural role? Oh, <laughs> inaugural role. And Flo gets his first shout out. <laughs> Hopefully, he at least makes it a minute through and uh, gets to hear his mm-hmm. first shout out. You know, um, yep. well, well, yeah, that's it. And you know, we're gonna try to keep this relatively quick pace because before we get, into we have our, a lot to talk about actually. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into our guessing line segment, we really need to do a week one recap. All of the games at this point have been played besides Notre Dame at Louisville, which is happening tonight, Monday. Um, but, Magoo, I'll just throw it out to you, man. What are your impressions of week one? What, 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 what sticks out to you? Uh, well, rough week for us. Not in the tournament because uh, we're not in it yet. But uh, I had a bad week one. I salvaged it by, uh, you know, betting Fresno State at USC. I probably got lucky there because uh, – that was kind of a sweat for me because uh, JT Daniels went down. I also mm. had a lot on uh, Louisiana Tech plus seven and a half uh, at halftime. Um, that game frustrated me. They didn't cover the full game, but they covered seven and a half points uh, in the second half by a, a whole half a point. Oh, so wow. I was able to salvage a bad weekend, but the reason it was a bad weekend, it's not because we're bad handicappers, but because these bad trends – uh, did not work for us. What the hell happened with the look-aheads? So Texas, LSU, Clemson, and well, Clemson covered, excuse me, but A&M, all covering spreads with monster look-ahead games the next week. I mean, do we need to worry about this trend, or do we need to just chalk it up to one week? Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of, what I chalk it up to is I think week one look-aheads don't matter as much because everybody's excited still. just to- well, I don't know. I think everybody's just excited to play football, man. They, they've they been beating each other up for the whole summer, and they're just excited to play anybody that's across the field from them that's not their own guys. So I think look-aheads will – I mean, the look-aheads have historically been uh, a very important uh, stat for, for handicapping, and I think it will continue to be. But next year, let's just be careful in week one, man. Well, how do you explain then our old standby, Bodog Jim, not pounding into oblivion Middle Tennessee State and not covering that spread? I mean, that, that killed for us last year. Yeah, it's weird. You know, I, I don't want to overreact to that too much. Uh, the only thing I can think of, you know, they're one of these teams putting in a relatively new offense. Maybe he didn't want to show a lot because he, he knew they'd get by even if they just run a vanilla offense. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it wasn't so much the offense. Uh, it was <laughs> their defense gave up 21. That is the more concerning part because, you know, defense, it shouldn't matter. You know, you line up against whoever, and they're way, way more talented than the players on Middleton. So that might cause concern. I'm going to be watching them closely this week. Yeah. So, yeah, so, tre- trends that we used, look-aheads, Michigan pounding into oblivion, uh, not, uh, not too great. I mean, we overlooked the high-variance Houston. Houston was able to cover because uh, – 
Oklahoma's D is really not solved at all. <laughs> no, no, but man, wow, did, did Jalen Hurts look awesome? I'm, I'm so he happy. He good. He's you know, good. I'm because I know he's been hearing it, and it's probably been a tough go losing his job like that, and then having to follow up two Heisman Trophy winners, and then he turns in a performance. But it just amazed me on the offense. Oklahoma's receivers always get so open. I mean, gosh, that it's the system, it's the play calling with the so much Mister. It's the patterns that they like Lincoln Rally's system is so. Like this goes into the point that. The Oklahoma offense, the quarterback is a system QB. This now confirms it. Like Kyler and Baker, they were great, but they're not like other world talents, I don't think. Like, I mean, Kyler's looked bad in the preseason. But mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley's uh, plays are just so meant on these patterns that confuse the defense and like all these crossing patterns that basically the defender. Uh, has to leave his man because he's not in that zone anymore. So it just creates all this open space for the quarterback. So the quarterback's not doing much except throwing to wide over receivers because <laughs> the defender that's on him is pretty much saying, oh, I, I'm out of my zone. It's the next guy. And the next guy doesn't see the other guy uh, coming into the zone because they're running across the field so much. Uh, yep. it, it, it beats up on the Big 12 and like the Houstons, but – they had a little bit more trouble, of course, against the Alabamas and Clemson a couple of years back, of course. They yeah. can play they can play man to man on those receivers and have the talent to match up. Yep. So I think the main thing going forward, Magoo, we, we don't want to overreact to anything we saw in week no. one because we've been we've been looking over these teams all summer and we just can't react uh, completely to one week's performance. However, I, I know that there are some teams that we need to move up and down in our rankings. Um, based on their performance. Do you have anybody that comes to mind to you? Oh, that was my next thing I was going to talk about was uh, the most entertaining, even though we lost, the most entertaining part of week one is all these dejected fan bases already in week one. So just to go through it, I mean, if you're a Florida State, a Tennessee, Oregon, Oregon to a degree only because Herbert came back for his senior year, and to lose like they did at the end of that game. If you're Florida State, Tennessee, Oregon, um, oh, God, who was some of the other programs? South Carolina. Oh, like you, yep. you're, you're just, I mean, you're pulling out, you're getting your noose ready right now because <laughs> it's going to be a long season for those teams that they can't beat. I mean, North Car- I mean, so South Carolina, we were, <laughs> we were on the right side in the first half for all these teams. South Carolina was up 20 to 9 in the fourth quarter, covering our spread that we gave out. And unbelievable, like, don't stop being you, South Carolina, just to Will Muschamp blowing the game against North Carolina. What in the world? So I don't know if we move North Carolina up or we just move South Carolina down. But, uh, phew. Or yeah, that's, one of those that's games. a hard thing, man. You know, and that's going to be a hard game for them to recover from. That, that may be one of those where the stink follows them them all season but yeah I'm not prepared to move I don't think either of those teams up or down um Tennessee yeah I'm definitely getting, I mean Holy they just smokes. got flat out they got outplayed I mean they they got beat that was there was nothing fluky about that and here we were we're thinking that Tennessee was gonna have a little step up and improvement but man that is just Florida State man. was smashing Boise State and we're you know of course feeling good about our play <laughs> yes yeah. we we called it out at minus five and a half Moved mm-hmm. to seven. It's a home game for them with a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast in an Freshman early match. Quarterback. 
freshman yeah. quarterback in an early matchup, uh, you know, the equivalent of a 9 a.m. matchup. And in the second half, Boise just laid it on him, and it looked like last year's Florida State team. They couldn't block anybody, uh, you know, just dumb things all around on the defense. And Boise, man, stayed disciplined. Uh, man, I don't know how South Florida State didn't just put the gas on offensively still. Man, they, they, that has got to be probably the most dejected fan base Uh I don't think Tennessee had huge expectations, but Florida State was like, we want to get back to the, you know, challenge Clemson. Nope, not going to happen. Well, the one thing about them, you know, Miami's probably still dejected too from their week zero performance. So I still think that that side is going to be – wait, is is Florida State on the same side as uh, Clemson though? Yeah, they are on the same side as Clemson, opposite of Miami. Okay. Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> they don't have. Okay, what about one of our darlings last year, Iowa State? Man, barely oh, hanging on. Triple overtime. Triple overtime. I know it's, it. Maybe, it wasn't. Maybe it, Northern it, Iowa sees it as a rivalry game, and maybe Iowa State was just looking past them a bit. I, I don't know, man. Well, it wasn't Purdy. <laughs> well, Purdy was Purdy. He did pretty good, I know. man. I just wanted to use that joke. I just wanted to <laughs> use that joke. <laughs> For uh, the Flojos and, and Jays out of the world, uh, Brock Bernie is yeah. the Iowa State uh, quarterback. So, and so it, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if all these lines move on these teams based on overreactions to week one. If, if we just get huge numbers on the Tennessees and South Carolinas and Florida States and Iowa States because of their performances in week one. Um, you know, I mean, like one of the one of the it's not really a system, but one of the things we like to do is when a team just gets off to a bad start, but they're clearly like better than the other team and a square looks at their record, like their records one and three and they're playing three and one, a square just says, Oh, give me the three and one team that has the points. So it's a semi system. We did that last year and was successful with Florida state actually one week where they were like a one and four start and they covered against like, uh, I don't know if it was like, BC or Syracuse or somebody. Oh, there's another one that's dejected. Virginia Tech, yeah. your, your Hokies. They kind of be like, damn it, we just lost to Boston College. It's another season that's no good. So, yeah, I yep. was not high on them. Well, I will tell you. So, the teams that I, I am, um, you know, moving a little bit in my uh, rankings. I, LSU, man, I know, I know it, it was, was against Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. But, no, but look good. Uh, did I mean that offense is going to be tailor made for him, man? So I, I really like them. Their defense is still rock solid. So I am going to bump them up a little bit. Texas, even though they they won, kind of blew out Louisiana Tech. I don't know, man. They they lost another running back, uh, and that defense still looks like a sieve. Even though La Tech only put up fourteen points, they left a lot more opportunities on the board there. Um, and other than that, I think I'm. That's that's probably it. My my big moves. Right. Is there anybody else that you're kind of moving up and down? Well, like, you know, we, we got to be kind of kicking ourselves this week because the top three teams that we knew have separated themselves from the rest of the pack. It's like it's week one, and the market probably just hasn't adjusted on them yet. So, you know, why not just lay the points with Bama, Clemson, and Georgia? They all covered. Uh, yeah. The market will adjust, and we'll be looking to take some other sides, of course, uh, if we're bold enough. But yeah, week one, they just they they pound the crap out of these teams, and we said it like Georgia Tech has to score seventeen to cover the spread, didn't do it. Duke 
had to score 20 to cover the spread, or really 17, didn't do it. Vandy needed to score like 14 to cover the spread. They scored all of six. So, well, and that brings me back to my my point. We texted about you just, and I think I forgot a little bit, but you can't underestimate how hard it is for these less talented teams to move on one of these top level uh, power five teams. I mean, it is just almost impossible for them to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They everything just has to break their way, and typically it doesn't work that way. I mean, look, I'm looking up and down the scores here, and I see a lot of. Seven zero seven zero three six three. These are the the opponents of these top twenty five teams, and uh, I think we need to expect a lot of that. So next time we get intrigued by a dog, a big dog, we need to kind of remember: okay, is there a clear path for them to be able to move the ball? If not, yeah. let's just avoid it. Man. Yeah, I made a note actually on USC. So JT Daniels is looks like he's out for the season. He tore his ACL, um, but. Uh, watching that first half, they were actually like they have some dudes at receiver. They have some athletes. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping for our sake and our listener is we get some really big point spreads with USC as a dog, and maybe looking to to take them with their backup QB because he came in, but he I mean he comes in ice cold. When he gets some weeks practicing with that team, they got their their system's interesting, but they and they throw the ball downfield, and they got some dudes that can go up, up and get the ball. I mean they. They got big play chunk yardage on uh, Fresno State. So that's one yeah. of the teams I was looking at. Again, like, or I'm looking at, like, buy low teams more than, like, who I move up and down. Like, I think Oregon is probably still kind of a buy low team. Like, their defense was mildly impressive. Uh, and I think their yeah. offense will get better with Herbert. And I don't and know. If they, I went out, many. if they went out, Georgia... they still probably make the, the playoff, I would say. I mean, I really can't make Georgia Tech any lower. I mean, it was as bad <laughs> as it could have been. Oh, man, uh, that's rough. That was a bad one. I mean, Florida State, I mean, the obvious ones like Florida State, uh, yeah, you got to move them down. Like, they might give up on uh, Taggart again this year. They might still yeah. have some remnants of, like, uh, Jimbo's players. Well, and I mean, for week zero, they... don't forget, I think, I think we need to definitely uh, – take Arizona down a couple notches. I mean, that was yeah. just oof, bad, bad loss. Well, so you said that we, we aren't bad handicappers, but I will say two of my, two of my plays were just awful and indis- in- inexcusable. I, I had playing to... that many points with army um, against that rice. That, that was awful. And then switching from my original handicap of the game and uh, oh, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin to South Florida. Oh Dude, my goodness. You left that the is just, I can't believe I did that. I just really can't believe I did it because I just read it all the way. I was like, Wisconsin's going to run it down their throat all day. South Florida won't be able to stop it. South Florida can't score on a Big Ten defense. And, uh, you know, and you know, you think about it in hindsight, like it is such a square logic because they did this with Clemson last year going to Boston College. Like Clemson can't play in the cold and the square lot and they covered against BC. And this year was, well, Wisconsin can't play in this heat. And that's such a square angle to, to say. Like, yeah. I know the Stuckies bring it up in their podcast, like, this is an angle, but they're being square when they do that. Like, well, yeah, I mean, they're professional. This is a professional organization. They know it's going to be hot and humid. They can prepare for it, and especially right. having all summer to prepare for it. It's not like it's in the middle of the season. But uh, anyways, so let, let's move on. Now, now, you mentioned USC, and unfortunately, that's one of our games that doesn't have a line, I'm, I'm assuming, because uh, the injury to the quarterback there, yeah. 
Um, so we're not going to be able to do that game. There were four other games uh, that don't have lines. That would be Wazoo's game, Georgia's game, Oklahoma, and Florida. All those uh, teams play uh, really, really low-level opponents, so that's probably why the line's not out yet. But mm-hmm. other than that, I'm ready to go down the list. Now, I went ahead and I guessed these lines on my own, uh, and then I looked up the actual spread afterwards. So I'm going to be on the honor system here. Uh, Magoo okay. is going to be guessing these live for us, and then we'll compare, see who got closer. And I guess this is going to be kind of like a cousin Sal, Bill Simmons thing. So uh, <laughs> we'll keep score week to week, see who does better, uh, and see if we get better as as the seasons progress. Uh, are we going to have some something on the line here? Are we going to have like a dinner we bet? We should. Or something? We should have a dinner bet. I'll come down to San Antonio, I'll come up to Austin, we'll do like a dinner bet. A dinner bet. Oh, and you need to bleep out our locations because I don't want people knowing that. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah. Where are you? Did I say, did I say that? All right. Earmuffs. Yes. Earmuffs, everybody else. What, closing, out, closing out week one, I was just like, we had so many bets where the dog that we bet only scored like zero or seven points. I mean, it was yeah. so pathetic. I had Liberty yep. as a big play, and they could oh. not score a single point. If they would score yeah. a single point, they would have covered the spread. Uh, Duke, you liked, but we didn't bet that. But you no. had them, and I you had the over. over. Yeah, they that couldn't do that because Duke no. could only score three. Oh, uh, of course, LaTeX just fourteen. Um, yeah, really pathetic. Really yeah, pathetic. that was kind of surprising. I, I would say most teams, it seemed like they left their starters in a lot longer than you think they should, and then yeah. it was kind of surprising once they did pull them that the other team still not able to move the ball on them. So, uh, yeah, okay, well, un- enough of week well, one here. Yeah. Let's, um, so let's go. We, we both have seen a couple of these lines, but I think yeah. that they've actually moved since week one, so we're still going to be guessing somewhat. Oh, the first well, then one maybe that we I, don't know. Yeah, so the first one I know you've seen the line in the summer is uh, Texas A&M uh, at your Clemson Bearcats. Magoo, what do you make that line? <laughs> the Bearcats. Um, who are the Clemson Bearcats? Uh, so we saw this line on the look ahead, but I haven't looked at it since the look ahead, but I know the look ahead, I believe was like 17 and a half. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm guessing it's probably after week one, probably around the 17 mark, probably went down a half point with A&M. They're they're probably giving more A&M some storylines of like, oh, upset special. So there's probably a lot of people betting A&M and moving it down a little bit. So yeah, 17. So 17, I also guessed 17, and the line actually has moved to 18 right now, consensus Vegas hmm. line. So that is going to be a tie for us. Um, and okay. we'll, we'll, we'll cover that more in, later in the week on, yes, on yeah, yeah. our picks. No breakdowns right now. With, uh, no. We are going to be recording a podcast probably on Thursday or Friday and uh, once we have the William Hill lines out. Uh, next game on the board, we have Alabama at home versus New Mexico State, uh, whatever no, they let's are. Not, let's, not, let's not do this one if we know it's not going to be what? on the contest sheet. No, it'll be. Dude, they have all of the top 25 teams, so we got to guess these. So what oh, do you think, right? Alabama? Yeah, oh, yeah. New Mexico so what do you think State? Uh, this has got to be 49 and a half. The only thing I know about New Mexico State is the uh, state that they play in. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess – I guess 48, and the line right now is 54, so you win oh. that one. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of points, Magoo. Donkey, donkey. I thought when it gets over 50, they don't even put a spread out. 
Yeah, that's scary. Um, okay, wow. so the next two, the Georgia game, Oklahoma game, no lines there, so we'll skip those. Uh, then we've got a kind of an intriguing game, Ohio State at home versus the other Bearcats of Cincinnati. Oh, the real Bearcats. <laughs> Ohio State versus Cincinnati. It's in Ohio State in the shoe, and I would make this line Ohio State by – see, this is where we're going to start being, being way off. Yeah. I say Ohio State by 21. You said by 21. I also said by 21. And they are only 16 and a half point favorites, Magoo. Oh. So since he's getting a yeah, lot of respect just... after. And and listener, we're we're gonna be off on a lot of these. We're not gonna be like cousin Sal and and but college spreads, first of all, are a lot tougher to pick. And it's just, you know, we're gonna be yeah, honest we'll... too. They cheat. But we'll we'll get better too. So and, and you know never you never know. I mean here right here we have four and a half points of value in our mind. So I think at least that mm. signals that hey this is a game we should look into more because maybe we think um, uh, Ohio State should be laying more points yeah. than they are. So Day um, tries next to get one the Heisman. Yeah. Here's a real real big one here. We have and this is another line that we saw the look head on. Uh, we've got LSU at Texas. What do you make yes. that line, Magoo? I would say. So the look ahead I saw, well, I saw it open the season, I think, at a pick em. Um Texas and LSU both look good. So I'm going to probably say it's moved to LSU by three and a half. Okay. Well, you're going to win this one. Um, I said pick them because I would have thought, um, I, yeah, both teams look good. So I didn't think that LSU was going to get that much more respect. But LSU is a four and a half point favorite right now. So it's Ooh. actually going towards them quite a bit texas is a simple team people <laughs> no, I'm not yeah even that's what they say um okay next game of uh, a team we lost money on army on the road uh, at michigan okay oh is- boy here we go this is an oh, interesting game see. man again i'm gonna be way off but uh michigan by uh 17 Okay, you say 17, I said 24, and the line is 23 right now, so I win that one. Oh, wow, okay. So hmm. you think um, you think they should be laying less? You think Army's going to slow it down, huh? Uh, I think they'll slow – well, yeah, and I, I, I didn't think – like, it makes sense that it's, it's what, what the spread is. I'm thinking, like, I would definitely take Army at, like, 24 points, but, like, the square betters, the market – needs to be 24 to get people to actually bet army because everybody's yeah. laying michigan so it's not about what yeah. i think it should be like yeah what, what the, i would what i making. value army at this is more like a this is what i would make the spread at but it's rather like what is the public you know gonna do with right. it so, that makes okay. sense after have as bad as army looked next game uh number 11 oregon hosting nevada Oregon hosting Nevada. Oregon coming off the loss, coming back home versus Nevada. Oof. I will say Oregon by 27. 27. Uh, you're going to get that one. I said 28, and the line is actually 23. Huh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, so uh, yeah, we're, we're semi-close. We're within a touchdown yeah, I mean, <laughs> so far. In our defense, if Oregon had held on there, it probably would be 27. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next game, we've got Washington, the Huskies, at home, number 13, versus Cal. 
At home, Washington versus Cal. Do, 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 do. I'll say this could be a weird line. Cal, Washington by. Oof, I hate falling on this number every time, but like Washington by seventeen. Yeah, so I said seventeen and a half, and um, this line's only thirteen and a half. That kind of surprised huh. me, man. Under two touchdowns. Man, Cal's is Cal going to score? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And uh, you know, this, this is going to be some under porn. I think Washington was only a 13 and a half point favorite uh, against Eastern Washington um, in Week One, and they took care of business. So it's uh, and I think Cal. What did Cal do? Yeah, Cal pulled away from UC Davis at the end, but it wasn't an impressive victory. So yeah, that's kind of interesting to be honest. Kind of interesting. Um, I was like, we'll mark that one down for, for a star there. Um, okay, we've got Utah coming off the Holy War, number fourteen in the nation, and they are hosting Northern Illinois. Utah hosting Northern Illinois. Utah at home. I will say Utah by twenty. One and a half. Man, you're gonna get this again. You're doing actually pretty good. I I, I guess oh. twenty. I guess twenty and a half. Uh, and the line is twenty three right now. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Right I just... <laughs> okay. So uh, next line, we've got Penn State at home hosting Buffalo. Oof. Penn State at home hosting Buffalo. Penn State by thirty one. Thirty one. Let's see who gets this. Uh, I guessed 24. The line is 27 and a half. I'm three and a half points off, and you are three and a half points off. Half points so off. that's another tie. That's, that's interesting, though. So we're on different we sides there. We're yeah, we were Penn seven State. points away. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am definitely down on Penn State, and I don't think uh, I'm going to let that blowout uh, get me off of it. So yeah, I am too. But I'm not, I'm not necessarily high Buffalo. on Buffalo, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's Buffalo. So, Okay, well, oh, that's a tie. So right now, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. You're whipping my ass. You you are beating me <laughs> five to one. So, uh, good thing this is going to go down as a practice uh, a practice guessing the Lions podcast. Well, you're not counting the ones we saw. No, I wouldn't count Texas and. Uh, I I won't, I want to. I just want to count any of the ones you win. So I'll, I'll count. <laughs> <on the line. laughs> okay, next one. Okay, I was close on this one. So let's see if you can get oh. closer. Um, We've got Auburn, number 16, at home, hosting Tulane. Whew, you got this one close? Damn. Yeah. Mm, I don't know much about the Tulane green wave. I shouldn't say that if I'm a professional handicapper here, but <laughs> at least this season. Auburn hosting Tulane. Auburn coming off the big win. It's going to be Auburn by 24. Okay, I am going to get this. The line is 19, I guess 17 and a half. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Tulane, man, they looked awesome week one. And this is one of the things uh, I was kicking myself because uh, Colin with the Action Network had a 40 to 1 recommendation for Tulane to win the conference championship. And uh, after week one, it's looking, I'm sure they're probably less than 10 to 1 at this point. So um, we might have to, we might have to uh, star that one. Yeah, only 19, man. Auburn coming off the big win. Very Emotional win. We love the emotional win fading the next week. But I kind of come to the other point. It's like, man, is Tulane going to be able to score like against uh, an SC- awesome SEC defense at that? So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. some more. But, yeah, yeah, let's definitely look into it. Okay, this one I was way off on. Uh, 
UCF at Florida Atlantic, number 17, UCF. Yeah, UCF at Florida Atlantic. You might have even gotten the wrong side favored. <laughs> uh, well, probably not. No. <laughs> UCF by UCF by man, I, UCF by uh, twenty one. Wow. So I I got this. Um, I guess twenty and a half. The line is ten, dude. What, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. What is going on? Why is it only ten? Man, UCF scored like 70 points. And FAU just got I know it was... blown out by Ohio State. I mean, they I guess they were yeah, frisky. Fishy, fishy line. Fishy line. Very, very much. Um, wow. I, okay. Hmm. I guess they're at home. Okay, I was I was way off on that. I, <laughs> 11 they're points. Buying, they're buying... Yeah, they're, they're buying FAU. Uh, okay. I'm not sure I'm buying. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Let's let's do the tally here. We have one, two, three, four, five more games. I think I caught up to you a bit. One, two, three, four, five to three at this point. Let's see if that continues. But I'll have to tell you, I was way off on this one too. Michigan State at home. They're number eighteen, and they are facing Western Michigan. Western Michigan and Michigan State. You're way off on this one. So let's see. Michigan State. Yeah, by... maybe I shouldn't be giving you these hints. <laughs> Michigan State by 14 and a half. Oh, excellent. So the line is 17 and a half. I guess 28. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, again, and we'll, we'll cap it more, but uh, I kind of feel like people are looking at Michigan State's offense in the second half of last year. And thinking that's what's going to be this year. Yeah, I think they're vastly improved. I think it should. I agree. I mean, I, I should. I agree. It should be more. But I was thinking, what are they going to make the line at? Yeah. Because yeah, you know the 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 square betters love good offenses, and they don't look at the defense. So they're just like, oh, Michigan State is a crappy offense. Western Michigan can hang within two scores. Yeah. So well, we'll see. Um, next game, very similar actually. Uh, Wisconsin, number nineteen, Wisconsin at home versus Central Michigan. Oh, these games suck in week two, except for two yeah, of the games. Yeah, a lot of them are very, like, yeah. Versus Central Michigan, Wisconsin by probably 17. Okay, so I'm going to take this one. I said 28 again for this one because I, oh, I saw no. it as exactly the same. And it's actually 33 and a half. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Western Michigan, has, they got to suck. <laughs> I, I, get, I get confused. Those directional Michigan teams. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think I got my Eastern and Western mixed up. <laughs> okay, so the next one, I think I've got to uh, get two out of three of these last ones to, to tie. Uh, Iowa. Probably who else? Iowa's at home. Number 20, Iowa, facing your Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Ooh, this will be a big number. Uh, Iowa by uh, 27. Oh, you suck, man. Okay, I guess 27 and a half, and it's only 20 and a half, so less than three touchdowns. Holy smokes. I hope it gets released. Do we Do we take a look at this one? I think we do. Man, I hope we're not getting suckered into these. <laughs> okay, I'm just starring them. That just means we're going to look at them further, and who knows, I mean, William Hill's not going to release the contest lines for another two days. So these lines may get steamed. At, who knows? So we'll see where it goes. Um, the next game, we've got Maryland at home. They are not ranked, uh, but Syracuse, number 22, is playing Maryland at home. In the Carrier Dome, uh, 
Syracuse by oh man, I'm gonna say thirteen. You said thirteen. Okay, we are both way off. I said thirteen and a half. It's only two and a half, man. That's oh snap. <laughs> what is going on? I mean, that's crazy. Um, right? That's a so that's a system play there. Yeah. Um, we might want to start that as a system. So you want to take that's Maryland? Crazy. Okay, that's frisky. That is a frisky Maryland team that they are saying. I hope the website they are, looked they, are right. they are not buying. <laughs> well, I well I I would have been all over uh, Maryland if that line was thirteen. Like obviously because it's eleven points higher, but and I was hoping it would be. I would have marked that down, but. Man, Vegas is smart. They're, they they are begging you to take Syracuse, who I don't yeah. think is going to be great this year. So, I don't know. I, I, okay. I, well, that, I'm kind of, I guess, a contrarian, but I, I kind of like Syracuse this year uh, better than last year even. And I do like Maryland, but yeah, – that's uh, Okay, well, we'll I see. Mean, I mean, I don't love – I mean, I think we lost all uh, value with Maryland, but it's almost like the line adjusted too far. Yeah, I think so too. But it's hard to it's hard hard to go against the system play, but I guess the system play only works um though when if Maryland was at home. So Yeah. You know, maybe a stay away. Okay. Well uh I you won the week, you already wrapped it up, but let's our last game is number twenty four Nebraska on the road at Colorado. I'll tell you I was way off on this one too. Nebraska at Colorado. Yep. <laughs> There's a theme here. We're way off. Nebraska on the road at Colorado. This is going to be Nebraska by six. Okay, you got you got real close. It's it's four. It's Nebraska by four. I guess fourteen oh, wow. and a half. Um, so oh no, 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 no. Maybe maybe that, I'm not that that, this. that that one I'm calling you out. But there's the Nebraska's traveling. They were Nebraska was still a. Three and or four and eighteen. Well, oh yeah, but all they've been getting is smoke blown up their behinds all summer long, and uh, no, they are they are begging you to take Nebraska. I mean, Colorado was favored. They, I think their over under was three and a half games. So I, I don't know. I thought it was going to be a lot higher, but yeah, four man. That's that's a low. No, 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 another system yeah. play for you. They can't make. They're not going to make Colorado a huge dog versus a team that was four and eight last year. Well, there you go. We got I mean, two system simple. plays. So you're telling us that everybody, we need to go out there and you need to close your eyes, hold your nose, and wait. Is that Maryland is and Nebraska? Colorado. Wait, is Nebraska ranked? They're number twenty-four, baby. Oh, baby. Okay, so that's a system play. I don't think the Maryland play counts as a system because they're on the road. So no, Maryland's at home. That- Oh, Maryland's at home. I said Carrier Dome. In, in the Carrier Dome, you didn't correct me. I don't know what the, what's what. <laughs> I, I don't know who <laughs> plays where. Carrier Dome? Only, they're the only FBS team that plays in a damn dome. That can't Michigan, be right. Or Minnesota. That's, yes, Minnesota, that's, I think, plays in a dome. And probably several others. That you're, I was in the Alamo Dome. I, UTSA. They, they play. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So stop with that um okay well you smoked okay. me regardless i think you won like nine to four or something like that okay yeah and and you threw me off that's why i guess 13 for syracuse because i thought it was in the carrier dome well you still won so. i probably should have been i probably yeah i probably should have come more prepared of where the game was played at but. yes yes yeah what, what happened you didn't print out the little thing i sent you 
I was just going to let you call them out. I was worried that I was going to find a list with, uh, with lines already on them. So, well, we try will, to be honest here. We will get better next week. I think, um, you know, Hopefully. this has been an interesting exercise. I've got some games I'm starring and going to see what, uh, look into those a little bit more. And we will come back once the lines are released. We will do our analysis. We will dive deep. And then Magoo and I will take turns picking, and we will either roll it or we will hashtag DNR and add it. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll do Clemson Corner because the analysis from week one. Wait, what? Now? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, we were recapping week one, but because it affects our picks in week two, because one play, a little spoiler, will be in our official contest, I won't go to the recap of the Clemson game. I want to do a Clemson corner recap of the game. I don't game. know, man. I, I know what you're but, alluding to, and I don't know. I've got to look into it more because I'm not sure I'm, I'm ready to back the team you want me to back. I don't think I liked okay, well, I, don't, I didn't really like what I saw. I watched a lot of that game. We'll talk uh, – I guess we'll talk the week one recap of the Clemson game for our picks because it kind of rolls into – the decision yeah we'll definitely at least discuss that game so let's leave that for next podcast we're at a solid 37 minutes right now i think that's oh wait you didn't want to do one more uh you didn't want to hear the funny story about our team that that you left well i'm gonna tell the quick i'm gonna tell the quick version okay don't don't disclose (laughs) anybody's actual like no 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 flow it's only flow so well and flow listens to this are you gonna is he gonna get mad at this it's his pseudonym no because i'm using a pseudonym nobody knows who flow is so for those of you that don't want to listen to garbage fantasy football yeah you can turn it off right turn it off but if you want to stick around uh (laughs) magoo apparently has a very interesting story oh Oh, man. So it's like set it up as commissioner. I'm like, hey, guys, seriously, like we had trouble scheduling the draft last year. So this year, the draft is going to be on August 31st in the morning. Please tell the wives and girlfriends that you are not going to be available for those hours because you'll be drafting. So what do the Flojo bros do? They decide, hey, babe, let's go take a trip. Uh, to somewhere so Flojo number 2.0 uh, was taking a trip somewhere so he was in the draft and then Flojo number one is in some sort of hotel room somewhere and the draft is starting promptly at 10 a.m. and he gets disconnected so I end up pausing the draft and then I see his uh, his little name come into the draft so I'm like all right resume the draft and then he exits again, saying, oh, this sucks. Yahoo sucks. And I'm like, where are you? He's like in a hotel room. It's like, it's probably not the app, Yahoo. It's probably the damn, it's probably the damn uh, connection you have. Like, why didn't you get early and, like, make sure you were situated? So he leaves again accidentally, and I pause it again. So this happens four times, right? The fifth time is the last time. Yahoo doesn't allow you to unpause it for after five times <laughs> so he got kicked out again from it and he ended up auto drafting uh deshaun watson and price enforcing the computer price enforced deshaun watson to where i couldn't get him what? he comes oh, back in no. 
he comes back in and he's so pissed. He's like, yeah, this sucks. I don't want Deshaun Watson for 19. And then he spends 61. And then he spends 61 on Zeke Elliott. $61. Oh, no. And that's he's like, on this the is bullshit. I don't want that. I don't want that. Oh, and then Tony man. Pollard, the Tony Pollard, the uh, Cowboys backup comes up, and the whole league is yelling at him because he's going in and out, but he still has audio and he can hear. Still is in the chat that everyone's in here. He's like, "This is bullshit. This is bullshit." Anyway, he we're like begging him that he's got to take Tony Pollard because he has Zeke Elliott. Like, like somebody's bidding him up to like nine dollars, ten dollars, and we're like, "You gotta get him, dude." Like, you can't go into the season spinning 61 on Elliott and not get his backup. So oh. that was the, that was the so highlight. He, he did. He actually, oh. he just, he was smart. He, he, he paid the whole thing. So we were like, okay, you spent $72 basically on Cowboys running back. So well, not, not, what a, can not I say? a complete R- Riveting story. Riveting story. For anybody that made that long, <laughs> make sure to. Pour one out for the the Flojos, but pour two one out, two out, I guess. Two out. Um, sorry about that. We will never talk about fantasy football garbage again. I'm, I'm just... No, that was. <laughs> it's it's really boring after the draft. There's nothing interesting after the draft. So exactly, it's just depressing. Okie doke. Well, that's all I've got, Magoo. Let's uh, let's get all some right. to our research. Well, when do we need to tell the listener we'll have the next pod? So you will post this immediately, and this is will be Monday afternoon. I think the next pod, we usually don't do it till Friday at some point. So I would say by Friday morning we'll have it. Okay, so what you, we're planning on potting on Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Thursday evening, evening or Friday morning. Yep. Our cutoff Thursday time evening. to get our picks oh. in, listener, is, is uh, Friday at like 6 p.m. Uh, so we have to get Thursday. them in by then. Let's we'll, we'll talk about this later. Thursday evening's no good. I got a. I'm going to see uh, the new It movie. Oh, Bill Hader. Choose, yeah, choosing that over opening day of garbage NFL. So, Possibly with a a date. Um, already confirmed with a date. Oh, well, this is very exciting news. Maybe a double. Maybe maybe uh, I will come up there with my wife. Yes, you'd rather do that <laughs> than watch the garbage NFL or the Bears are playing. Jada's gonna be mad. <laughs> all right we've rambled enough, we've rambled enough. Of yes. <laughs> yes we've rambled enough all righty well say your thing and then let's go yeah sign us off you can't lose what you don't put in the middle but you can't win much either <laughs>